0: Hi, welcome back to That's Myrony Podcast. I am your host, Alicia Myronic, and I am, I can't even express how excited I am to finally be speaking to one of the most dynamic women I've ever heard of, and let alone the Myronies that connect us. And like literally divine is like, you guys are having a conversation whether you like it or not. (laughs) So first, I'm going to be welcoming Elena Fulvio. Elena, did
1: I say that right? I hope I did. Yes, you said it. You said it perfectly. Most people, you're in the five percenter. You got it okay, right. Okay,
0: perfect. No one says my name right <laughs> ever. I got a lotion one time. That was really funny. But let <laughs> me. Yeah, but uh, well, like, where would that come on? Where that one come from? But let me tell our listeners a little bit about you. So Elena is a 13-time world record-holding skydiver with over 3,500 jumps, an Olympic development athlete ex-Silicon Valley in-house talent, I can't talk today, sorry, people (laughs) and culture recruiter and advisor for some of the world's most successful companies like LinkedIn and GoPro, psychic intuitive, (laughs) woman's travel empowerment coach, and of course, she hosts her own podcast podcast. The the we wait the we movement right we no we, we leaders we leaders jeez yeah you're, you're creating the we movement through we yes. leaders that is it yeah. okay so Elena <laughs> sorry I butchered that so badly but you know here we're just authentic and we just roll mm-hmm. with it but thank you yeah. for being here today.
1: Oh, uh, thank you for having me. I'm so excited for uh, all that's going to happen and whatever's going to come up, and
0: we just yeah. don't know. That's what's so fun about this. So, first off, my irony number one, but we're, we're both in Silicon Valley.
1: Yes, we are in the heart.
0: Like that's crazy. What part? Where are you
1: at? Uh, right below San Francisco.
0: Oh, right okay,
1: on, right on the peninsula.
0: Oh my god we're gonna have to like break covid rules and just go say hi
1: <laughs> i know well we'll have to do the air the air hug from a little from a distance from a little right. bit, but
0: we could go like have coffee or something because i'm in san jose yeah. so, oh, so
1: there's my right irony number, the 101
0: yeah my irony number one
1: <laughs> yes my irony number one. exactly we are right there we could have met but covid doesn't allow us to meet us but that's okay
0: right so i want to i love bringing our um uh listeners to like how we connected because mm-hmm. we connected through I love giving shout outs to Michelle Abraham of amplify you she is the most amazing yeah. podcast producer, along with her team. Um, I don't know if you know the story with me and Michelle but like I had heard her episode on Dan McPherson do you know Dan.
1: No. <gasps> oh, uh, I don't think so.
0: Introducing you to Dan. He has an amazing podcast. Going to give a shout out to Dan as um uh, Dreams Are Real. And you are absolutely Ooh. the depiction of that. And then, but it was on, on his podcast that I heard how she wanted to be the Hay House for Podcasters. And Ooh. that was like, <gasps> you know. Yeah, yeah. Like singing from above was like, that's her, that's her. And then I got yeah. all the myronies and the signs showing up. So that was your first connection. Yeah. And geez, I mean, you haven't had your podcast for that long either, right? Mm -hmm. Was it like September that you launched it? Michelle
1: actually gave me a nudge because I do all these interviews. I mean, being a, a recruiter for so many years, I've done thousands of interviews, but I finally just, I finally started doing some interviews via, via the internet and whatnot. And she just gave me a nudge. She's like, get on there, girl, just hurry up. We well, need to you, hear
0: you you are a freaking natural. You're, you're, your 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 latest was it your latest episode? No, wait a minute. But it was when you were talking about the we movement. That's where I screwed yeah. up because yeah. you've created this beautiful podcast, We Leaders, and I absolutely love that because um, uh, for people seeing this on YouTube, this little word, myrony, I take out the I because it's not about I. It's about we, and it's actually yep. recognizing even something greater than we. It's recognizing that you know higher that, that higher place, whatever yeah. people want to call it. You know, I happen yeah. to say God and that's, that's God. Oops. I'm going the wrong way. That's God, you yeah. know, as winking with love and an yeah. awesome sense of humor, you yeah. know, yeah. not, not trying to cause us pain, but sometimes we have no. to go through the pain to really see, oh. we got to go through the ugly to see the beauty and, oh,
1: always
0: and you have gone through some ugly. I'm very and ugly we're gonna dive <laughs> into the ugly because do you realize the myrony that connects us on the ugly of that of like you're super ugly
1: not to the not to the depth but Ah-ha. i want you to, yours and I to get into that let's get into that uh that irony of that but what i will say about your myrony by the way that i love that because because you see the my mm-hmm. but you're actually about union you're actually oh, about the absolutely. connection of people, spirits, I believe we're all spirits in these human forms, right? Yeah. Making our way. And Myrony says, you know, we're all all connected. Mm -hmm. You know, we all have our our things that connect us. And if we were to just speak them out, how much more we would smile, how much more we would love each other. So I really, every time I've heard you talk about it, I, I really am glad you're out there because it brings people together and go, oh yeah, you're special, but, there's other people that are just like you. You're like they're special, but not special. Like in your tragedy, there's other people out out there for you too. And Absolutely.
0: So well, and that's be- the biggest thing with myrony is to create this movement for people to share their myronies in addition to their selfies on social media. I came yeah. up with it. It's really funny how I came up with the word was uh, I used to <laughs> I used to sell Jaguars and Land Rovers when I first came out here, and um, I moved to California eight years ago and um people would say how do you say your last name i say it it's it's myronic it's like ironic with an m and then i would add there's a lot of myrony irony in my life and i get a little chuckle that's how the word oh, came but you knew no but i didn't know until i started seeing the signs and then realized that this was a universal word for everybody my irony take out the i oh. put it together And it does create a a unification, but it also goes along with selfie where it's the antithesis of selfie. Yeah. And so we actually have a new social media that we could share Mm -hmm. social media content that we could share where we can unite people because of their myronies, whether they're funny, whether they're sad, you know, I mean, there's their myronies show up amongst the tragedy to oh, almost yeah. keep us going. Right. And so yeah. we're going to, we're going to dive into the biggest myrony between you. And I, I can't imagine we have a bigger myrony than this one. Cause when I heard this on another shout out to um, uh, Julie Boyer of wake up with gratitude, fabulous yeah. podcast. That was amazing. So yeah. So we're We're gonna, again, shout out to Amplify You, Michelle Abraham, (laughs) Dan McPherson, (laughs) Dreams Are Real, Julie Julie Boyer, um, Wake Up With Gratitude. That's where I got to hear part of your story. And I was just like, when I heard a specific date, I was like, you have got to be kidding me because the day that you got married is the day my dad passed away. And I was engaged and married in two weeks. Like I was engaged in six days and I mean I'm sorry, I was engaged, I was engaged and married, and then my dad passed away within two weeks. And wasn't it two weeks that you're but it was after? So you got
1: engaged and then your dad died two weeks later. So You were the you were the yeah. You well were... no, but actually, Myrony, two weeks before or seven seven days or two weeks before I got married, my grandmother died. <gasps> Oh my God. Yeah. So, so wait, what? Did, so you got married. My grandmother died. I got married. Your dad died. And then your poor husband died. 15
0: with that, days later. 15 days later, which my uncle passed away like less than two weeks after my dad died. Like, it, yeah. so it was just like, oh my I mean, God. Which yeah. first of all, first of all, how, um, and I, I do want to get into that. And I know I'm going to ask you back To be on this you know i'm gonna have you (laughs) back a lot of times because you just have so many incredible stories to share you know with the world but of course you know we all have our voices and and you know we're we're going to reach certain people and and when we can come together is how we're going to have the greatest impact and you know but like i mean your story of so let's just go back to you you know like your husband passed away yeah 15 days after you got married and it sounded like um from what it sounded like is that you didn't really have those kind of like that relationship was the soul yeah soulmate relationship
1: yeah that was the guy he I I didn't really think the guy existed he didn't really think the girl existed he was I don't know I didn't think he was cute other people thought he was cute but he never got the girl Mm -hmm. and so taking it back he he was one of the best guy skydivers in the world and um yeah he was one of the innovators of um free flying it's called free flying so in skydiving you can go belly to earth Mm -hmm. um or i have a picture well that's of me and under my canopy but um you can go belly to earth which is normal or you can go head to earth feet to earth and he was one of the pioneers of that discipline as well as taking that discipline and making it, not so that you're just flying down with people, but you're turning different, you're making different movements during it. And he was actually one of the the pioneers and the inventors of that. He was brilliant. Oh my brilliant.
0: God. And the he fact was, that that's how he
1: died. Yes, that's how he died. Yep. He was actually, uh, if you've ever seen, I keep looking at the picture. If you've ever <laughs> seen um, online, there are a lot of parachutes open and it looks like a kite. Mm-hmm. It's really beautiful. Well, he was doing that discipline, uh, and that's uh, called relative work, and it's it's I I loved it, but it's the most dangerous of all because when your parachute's open, your lines are there. Your parachute's open, and you're like, okay, things are good. You do all your checks, and you fly to the earth. Um, what you don't want to happen is you don't want someone to fly up to your canopy and grab your lines and hook their feet into your into your canopy while you're trying to land. Well this discipline you plan that to happen so that you plan that to yeah so when you jump out of the of the plane so people will say oh did his parachute not open and actually they all he was training uh, he was actually training to be the Michael Phelps of skydiving he was he would when we got married I said give me two years to have children because I want to travel with you a lot and he goes great well I'm going to go get um you know, world records or be the first one to get a record in every discipline in skydiving. And Robbie would have, he would have done that. He was brilliant. Um, but you jump out of the plane, you throw your, you throw your pilot chute, which opens your canopy, Mm -hmm. which is similar to, I'll just show you. Okay. Can you see that?
0: Yeah, I totally see that. Yeah.
1: So you, you open that up and, um, then you fly. It's gonna be a little crooked. You know, you know that's that because that's kind of how life is sometimes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, freak. it's freaking upside down, backwards, twist. I mean, twist it like you know, bring it all. Day. To- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that a is a good
1: day. day. If you're only half kilter, good job there. And <laughs> <laughs> well, then I just have my crystals next to me to balance it out, but that's okay. Yes,
0: exactly. I got it. I got. It. I got mine too. I could grab <laughs> Here, I'll show you. I got my I got my rose crystal.
1: <laughs> yeah. Just like, you just keep them all, you know, because you're hoping. <laughs>
0: oh,
1: oh so, my God. so, yeah. You're so seriously um- going
0: to become my new bestie. I have a feeling here.
1: <laughs> seriously. Seriously. Um, so, yeah. So, he got out. The team pulled their parachutes. They all opened. They grabbed the lines of the other person, or they're supposed to. And hook their feet in well when he was coming in uh, the parachute opens and it's like blowing out let's say you blew out both of your left hand tires like your front and your rear well it's gonna it's gonna pull one way oh okay well at the right it's gonna pull another way same thing with a parachute if the parachute collapses on one side it's going to swing because this catches the most air and it's going to swing well the unfortunate part and there was many unfortunate parts I mean he was definitely meant to go I mean yeah no. Well,
0: yeah, because you were meant to do this work and that's the sacrifice that happens. And if we can show people why this happens, Mm -hmm. then we can see it
1: from a much higher perspective. Oh, a hundred percent. It's interesting because I people will still say, well, you'll never get answers. And I'm like, oh, I got it inside because it came from inside. And Mm -hmm. what I got really was that love is all. And for me to really get to live at that every day. And I slip because, you know, the human experience but um have you
0: ever read only
1: love is real no oh have you read
0: have you read any of dr brian weiss's books
1: maybe i don't know many 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 many
0: lives many masters of course okay well that's only the tip of the iceberg of the wisdom in those books but you should totally read only love is real because it's the most beautiful book of soulmates And it explains, and it it really, I mean, like when I heard your story and just the way you talked about him and it was just like, oh, such beautiful soulmates. But, you know, the one thing I want to, you know, share with our listeners is that we do have more than one of those beautiful soulmates. It's just whether or not we are meant to be with them in this life. Sometimes we're meant to do more work. And isn't it better to have that kind of love, even if it's for the shortest period of time than to
1: never experience that? Yeah. I will say from having experienced it and lost it quickly, yes, it is, it is, it is so worth it because it people ask me all the time, what 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 was your relationship like? And the word that came out without me thinking, because you know when you say something and you don't think about it and it's actually yeah. your problem with truth. And I said peace. and I said peace, people go, peace. And I, <laughs> yeah, because it's the first time in my life I felt this like balance. And were yeah. we perfect? No, but. I felt this balance and this like, wow, like my crunchiness, my, i I can be sassy. I get really driven future forward. And he just yin to my yang. And I was like, what, what really? I'm like, that's really <laughs> happening. I'm like, well, and you know, how and, long
0: were you guys together before this tragic accident? So happened? we weren't
1: even together three years, but Aww. I'll tell you, um, the interesting part is that, so he got his PhD in biomedical engineering -hmm. Kind of smarty pants. Uh, (laughs) I didn't realize that I was a sapiosexual until I met him. um, He would say, Wait, a what? A sapiosexual. What
0: the heck is a sapiosexual? i'm not i I, yeah i'm like i'm not gonna pretend like i know what the heck that is like please explain what that is
1: (laughs) i didn't know i didn't know either until i met him okay
0: good i'm glad to
1: know i'm not the only one (laughs) yeah and i didn't i don't even i don't even know i think i really realized it after he died but um it's someone who essentially is turned on or um pulled towards the higher intelligence oh okay and and i my friends ask me well because i haven't been remarried i've dated. Yes. I have not remarried. I'm 45. I don't have kids. I'm okay with that at this point. Oh my God. We're like
0: mirror images of each other.
1: Right. Well, because you don't know, I
0: lost my, not to death to a very, (laughs) very myronic story. But my husband left me 11 months into our marriage after we owned a restaurant together who left me for a girl who uh, lied about, Ooh, I shouldn't say that. Sorry. That might be on your podcast. <laughs> yes. You can share
1: that on mine. <laughs> I can share it on
0: yours but not yeah. on mine. <laughs> yeah. But sh- but I can share this at her son's 1-year birthday party is when this happened and she left her husband to be with mine. And it destroyed me and almost caused me to commit suicide and Definitely. Yeah. yeah. And so we have very similar stories yeah. in that I I mean I was broken. You know, oh. 10 years, I mean I, and I've, but I've never really been, but I, I do know that that love is out there. And, you know, and the one thing is, is for me, it was even harder in some ways because I had dealt with the death of my dad, but like, he wasn't Mm -hmm. dead, but it was a death. It was an absolute, like, I just was just broken. So when people experience these kind of losses and it's like, that is actually what, you know, spurs me to do what I do is to try to help people understand you know, from that higher place. And yeah. I know that's exactly what you're doing too, because yeah. it's through our experiences. That's the only way we could ever understand it.
1: Yeah. Oh, if we don't experience it, my dad who has bipolar disorder, mm. he's always said to me, um, Elena, the depth that we, the, the, the height that we can go is the depth that we've gone. Yes. So for me, I, I, I got of new love before Robbie, and I knew love with him, but when he went, the depth that I went, the darkness and the, the like my, my friend said that I was gray. I don't know how you felt, but I just was like void of, there oh. was no, there was. I, I'm like, I got nothing. I don't well, even the know. the crazy
0: thing is, is I had to see him every single day. I didn't even get to escape it. And then she became pregnant very soon after. And that's when I com- tried to commit suicide. Yeah. I couldn't, because I had to put up this front at the restaurant we owned everybody knew us as this brand new newlywed couple, this power couple in, you know, my late twenties. And, um, you know, and so those that didn't know the story, I had to put on this facade and then, you know, being talked about behind my back. And it was like during the same time as Jennifer Aniston, Brad Pitt, Angelina Jolie triangle, (laughs) like like it was the most difficult, but I couldn't escape it. I never was able to leave that situation and but it ended up being the greatest gift of my life and I still I have no I have no animosity I still have love for him um you know the you know in the sense just just because I'm not going to deny what it is that we had at that point you know that but it was just meant to be because my last name was not myronic so I had to get rid of that name and Go back to being Ironic to bring Mayeroni to the world. <laughs> exactly,
1: exactly. And I love, by the way, something that you said, because I don't know if, if when you say this to people, if you get the, what? I, exactly what you said is exactly what I say. I say it's the greatest tragedy, but the greatest gift I was ever, ever handed in my life. And people go, what? And I'm like, I I could I could not know the depths of who I am or what... Mm-hmm who I who I'm meant to be, and I'm still finding that out, but to have that experience, you either choose to exit, right? Which I sat on my bed one day and I put my left and right hand out. And I said, if you choose to not, you go today. Yeah, You're, You're you commit suicide because you cannot live stuck, or you take it on and you don't know what the heck is gonna happen and you just try every day. But in that living, Right. Mm-hmm. We have that choice, even though it doesn't always feel good to, to learn from it so that it is our greatest gift. It's our superpower. People, someone actually wronged me the other day. They're like, it's not a superpower. And I go, <laughs> "Oh, bro, you obviously haven't been through much because I'll tell, or you've been through a lot and you haven't, you haven't, you haven't seen,
0: you haven't seen oh. what it really is. Well, it's crazy it's so- because I was given the gift of um, tapping into my father's energy at this time. Mm. So I now realize I had these gifts, but not like super strong. My strongest gift is claircognizance. cognizance. I saw you're, you're an intuitive, but you also are clairaudient, audience, right? And, yeah. mm-hmm. and do you, do you um, obviously claircognizant cognizant too, but is there one that is your strongest? Cause usually we have one that's, you know, our strongest or are you like equal amongst the gifts that you have?
1: Yeah, mine is a clear audience the most. I get the the words and whatnot. I will see pictures, but it's, it's primarily the, the clear audience. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, and then also just, I don't know if you have to do this, but I had to teach myself not to walk into a room and scan because I'd walk into a room and just look around the room, and I was like, oh my God, oh, wow, wow, what's whoa, what's going on? Or I was with this ex boyfriend, <laughs> and I said, I, I need to walk over to that table, but I'm not going to, but I need to, and I need to hug that guy. And he goes, hey, what's happening? I'm like, no, no, he's going through this. And he goes, how do you know that? And I'm like, I'll explain later. Oh, and he goes, so
0: you're clairsentient also.
1: Oh, yes. Yeah, super
0: clairsentient. So, super clairsentient. So, yeah. So yeah. mine you- is, mine is claircognizant. So I have the gift of knowing, but I have no idea why. So I'm literally walking through with blinders, but I just know, and I just know I, I have to do something and it can be the weirdest, weirdest thing ever. And I'm just like, why am I doing that? Because it's supposed to connect you to the next piece to the yeah. puzzle, you know, because I it's mm-hmm. like, but I just find it, I mean, if I hadn't, if, if that hadn't happened for me, because I really, um, at that time, I was a universe girl. You know, I had, I I stopped saying the word God. I put God in the box known as religion. And I'm hoping to break that box with this concept of just like, no, God, just love whatever you want to call God. If you don't want to say God, you want to say universe, you want to say source, just recognize something greater than yourself. And just because you can't understand it, don't deny it. Right. And I hope that through all these stories, People are like, that is way too much proof to discount and be like, no, that didn't happen. Right. Right. You know, and it's this divine design that I say interweaves us together, doesn't just oh. weave us. Because, oh. I mean, it's so funny. How many times do we see each other? <laughs> yes. And it, and it was just so funny. But then it was finally, he's like, no, you guys now meant to have this conversation. And then when I started thinking about that, then I found out you were, you know, connected to Ernest White II. And
1: I, you know, I was like, how do you know him? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it's funny because I saw that he was one of your guests and I went, well, how does that <laughs> and then I went, Oh, you know how that you Yeah, you know it, how that works. Like, and it's so know? funny that you say
0: superpower because my first episode is called Discover Myrony and in Your Inner Superpower.
1: Of course it is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> course we're going to give another shout out to Damien Nordman for his podcast, You Are the Superhero. So have you. Oh, I love
1: that. Yes. I think, I think I'm supposed to. Yeah.
0: I'm like you have to. No, it's like I mean not have to. You get to choose. Yeah, but, you know, like yeah. You got no, it.
1: I, he's on the group, right? Isn't
0: yes, he? yes, he's okay. part of the group, and he studied at School of Metaphysics for like 22 years. So he's just it's fascinating. I actually just interviewed him last week. So interesting. Yeah, he's awesome. Is there was
1: there like the sapiosexual that turned on. I was like, what? <laughs> like, you're tell me things that I don't understand at all. I'm like, gimme, gimme, gimme. <laughs>
0: I, you nope. know, on the spiritual side, totally, because, you know, mm-hmm. again, if I hadn't tapped into my dad's energy and, you know, it's even, fi- oh, my Renee number, what are we going to be on like 20? Yeah. It was through a pendulum that I tapped into his energy. And so the fact that, so let's go to what your and- company,
1: oh, wait. Ah! <laughs> yes. And my company. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Mine, Mine's an amethyst. Oops, yep. There we go yeah oh my god, oh my I mean, god. it's real. like literally i know like what are we like we're like super twins
1: because <laughs> oh, it's interesting because whenever we would see each other it's like we'd be like yeah and then i felt the energy totally. i
0: totally did but everything and then i lost my nephew to suicide and like mm. i just Recently? i got yeah just on october wow. 20th and so that's why i kind of like disappeared for a bit and i had to yeah. like regroup and have you ever had your akashic record read?
1: uh no i had someone Okay. So no, then, no 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 deanne
0: easy. deanne riendo a okay. record reader oracle going to connect you to shout out to deanne <laughs> I,
1: would, I would love that i yes. would love that
0: i will connect you guys after because I, I truly feel like what you were saying about the pandemic like you know some people we can look at it as, um, you know, some people are either going to live in that place of fear and, you know, yeah. because we've already been to the depths of fear. We're like, whatever. <laughs>
1: yeah. Like, and I'm like, it's not great, but You can't throw much like, you know.
0: Yeah, but the beauty of how we've come together globally is one of the most powerful things. And our voices have been getting out there in a way that has never, we wouldn't have been able to do if it wasn't for the fact of us having to make that shift. I mean, it literally is the definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over, expecting a different result. Yep. We've made this huge shift. And now there has been this huge shift with humanity where there, we're all coming together. We're all coming into alignment. Now I'm not saying everyone, because there's a lot that I, I, you know, they say certain things and I go, hi, bye.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You let them them go. You're like, okay, bye. You dodge them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I I was talking about that on, um, I went off on a rant, Michelle, actually shout out to Michelle again, Abraham, Uh, (laughs) she'll love that. But uh, she said, you know, she goes, you really need to just do some of them by yourself. And I went, oh, okay. Because usually, you know, you want to interact and talk. And yeah, And, you know. and um, I just talked about going home. The moment the pandemic hit, I started to giggle and I was giggling for like a week and I'm, I was painting. So I went into two places. I went into giggling, like <laughs> the Bay area is going to be quiet for one. Oh, I know like, shh, and the world's going to like, shh, and the nature can. And then of course I went into the depths of like, Oh my gosh, so many people are going to be hurting. How can I step up and help? Mm-hmm. But I talk about on my podcast, one of it is going home. Yeah. And, um, when I first thought you, okay, this is really wrong. When I
0: first thought you said going home, I thought you meant the people that died that are going home.
1: <laughs> well, i was like okay
0: let me maybe i should have said that but like that's when the first thing that i heard because i was listening to it and i was like well that's really (laughs) profound
1: (laughs) but then i wasn't thinking about them literally going home (laughs) but you know the interest okay this is great this is so great because in in 2009 when your dad died when my husband died no well my dad died he no he died in
0: 2004 so my, okay, so my whole, but he died on August 29th. So the August, day you got, August, married, we got married, so, but then my restaurant closed on 2000, in 2008. And in, then in 2009 was when my life really fell apart physically. Yeah. That, that's another whole story. But oh, yeah, that's a, so yeah. 2009 was not a good year for me either. So I was right there in the depth of, I mean, yeah, <laughs> like I can't yeah. even express how bad that that was. You know, just yeah. when you, think, you what, think when I went through what I did, it was like literally my body just shut down and I was like, yeah. oh, it was bad. So, yeah. so 2009 was when it happened
1: with Robbie. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because even this year, and I, I don't know, again, people think that I'm odd, but again, being so <laughs> close, connected. People think that's so <laughs> odd. <laughs> oh, so odd. And I, now I'm like, yeah. However, yeah,
0: finding all the oddballs with us that we're coming together and we're literally becoming superheroes.
1: Yes. And just do you know, the kidding. majority of, all, if, if anyone's listening and you feel like an oddball,
0: yes, ask, reach ask out. Yourself,
1: you know we believe in love because you're one of us. You are one of us because the odd ones generally are the ones that are going, why are we, why are we making this so hard? Mm-hmm. Why don't we just like, people ask me all the time, how do you meet so many strangers? I'm like, a, I look up, <laughs> you know, in the Bay area, right? You're lucky if you get anyone to look at you. Oh, I
0: know. It's such an interesting culture.
1: But now with the pandemic, I'm like, hee hee, everyone has to look at each other. <laughs> I like You all have to look at each other now because you have a mask on, you try to say six feet. It's the funniest thing, um, but, ha, but going ha- home. Okay, go I'm sorry, no, 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 it's about going home, yeah. Well, the going home is interesting part. In 2009, so many people died and like with your um, nephew this year,
0: mm-hmm. right?
1: He died this year.
0: Yeah, it just happened. So,
1: yeah, I had a friend die about a month ago, and then some other people. And I don't. Again, the message, method, clear audience that I get. What is? What do they know that we don't know? Like, where, what, like what, what? Like they go in like in like waves. It's like there's mm-hmm. these waves, and I'm like, what? What do you guys know that we don't? Like we don't know. Like, leave us some clues here, you know? And yeah, I know but that- we're we're here
0: because we're the ones that are supposed to make the shift, the big shift, Agreed. like the the global
1: shift. Agreed. Oh, yeah.
0: And I believe that if we can come together under like a certain umbrella of like, you know, like how we all have our difference, um, we all have our different strengths, you know, and, um, and that's why uh, I'm really excited for you to dive into Dr. Weiss a little bit more if you've only read Many Lives, Many Masters, because that's just the tip of the iceberg. But that book literally saved my life. And here's the myrony, my friend who took my wedding pictures. So she was there the day before she moved to Texas. Aren't you from? No, 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 no. (laughs) Someone else. Sorry. No. Okay. The day before she moved to Texas, she gave me that book. And this was after everything happened. This was after I tried to commit suicide. And she's like, Alicia, I know what you've gone through. This isn't going to change anything, but maybe this will help you bring a greater understanding that book saved my life. And that became my life mission. I've given over 300 of these books away. And now with a platform like this, I want to get it out to the world because I truly believe it can help people who are suicidal, who are dealing with drug and alcohol addiction, who are dealing with just broken hearts and dealing with losses. And, and that's, yeah, that's what I do. Like I have a program called unlock your blocks where it's a very short little thing. I just basically hold the mirror until they're ready to see it. (laughs)
1: My God, Myronie, honestly, people ask me all the time, well, what do you, why do you do this other part? Like empowering women to have their freedom and this and that. And I said, I'm really just there to be a mirror to who they really are and to not let up until they see them. It makes me emotional, right? It's yeah, like-
0: because you don't want them to be in the pain that you were in. No. So I have to ask, so you you went into this deep doldrum. I mean, not even doldrum, like freaking pits of, you know, like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, I mean, like you can't even talk about how deep that depth is.
1: Yeah. I'll let how- me give you one picture so you can. So, okay. Love that. Let me, let me <laughs> one, and actually I keep saying it should have been like a time magazine picture. So Robbie dies and we live in our little apartment um, and he wouldn't move out by the way. He was getting his PhD and um, I let him move in with me and, and I said, well, then you got to get your own place. Cause we're only together for 10 months. And I'm like, I'm not going to live with you after 10 months. I, you know, let's date. I wouldn't leave, wouldn't leave, wouldn't leave. And finally I got pissed. I was so mad at him. I'm like, <laughs> I your own place. And he's like, but if and this is how he would, because I got really spicy and sassy, and he would just be working and he was super calm. And I was like, Robbie, you gotta go. You're not, you're not respecting me, you're not listening to me. And he's like, Um, if you're the one, why would I leave? And then he kept working, and I'm like, Oh, I go, what did you just say? And he goes, Babe, if you're the one, why would I leave? And I was like, I'm the
0: like oh how freaking sweet oh my god I I just got chills
1: of Um, course because
0: that's so beautiful
1: oh we I plan on writing a very short book of our fairy tale because all the when I gave my speech at his funeral I didn't plan it and people were like that was the best speech I've ever heard and our little less than three-year love affair or soul affair was like it was awesome. Anyway, I just, anyway, what were we talking about? We were,
0: what was I <laughs> well, while oh. we were,
1: you were the picture. The picture. So this will, could put into perspective. I think as you're going to ask this question too, I think it'd be like a time magazine. So we had our little apartment, Robbie dies, my world blows up and I just don't even know if I'm breathing, not breathing, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I moved to my
1: parents and they lived a couple of towns away. So I moved in with them just to like Exist and my friends descended on my home. They had a regiment schedule Monday through Friday, and as skydivers do, they don't show up on Saturday, Sunday because they're skydiving. <laughs> <And so laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't wrong them, but I'm like, I get it. Um, and then other friends showed up, but this was a picture at our wedding. I was like, we don't have a big enough place for all of our gifts. And my parents were like, oh, bring them to our house, no problem. So they were lined. They had their dining room table and all of our gifts around there. About three days after, for a week after, I have to start calling banks and everything and telling them that he died. Right. I'm at the dining room table with unwrapped gifts Aww. up to here, calling them, telling them he's dead with all of my gifts around. And I just got chills. It was like this picture of like, it's so like, it's like ironic that this beautiful thing just happened and I'm calling them. Yeah. And yeah. Just, you... That's like the weird epitome of. That's definitely ironic
0: because like that's like you're seeing the beauty and the sadness at the same time. But then you think about where you where you were going, you were heading to like that, how Um, this really was meant to happen because of what it was meant for your future. So how long did you stay in that deep depression? How long, how quickly were you able to pull yourself out of it? Cause
1: I know oh. mine would last a really freaking long time. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was way, it was people, asked, people said, well, when are you going to get over it first? Um, oh. <laughs> oh yeah. When are you going to get over it? Um, but uh, there's a saying that we have, I, and I don't know if you guys say it with the with the divorce aspect, um, but in in loss in the widowhood widower, um, it's not um, what do we say? It's, I just blanked on it. It's so funny because when I'm not supposed to say it, they like take it away. I'm like, damn you! Oh, um, I,
0: same thing happens to me.
1: I'm like, really? I'm like, that was a good one right there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, I get it. Yeah. Oh yeah, it doesn't um, it doesn't get better. It just it just changes. And so with me, it was full blown. I was like out of body, like someone laughed and I went, what, what's that? And the first moment that I laughed, I felt so guilty. Mm. Um, but I went back to live at my apartment and I, I'll sit up straight, kind of how I did it. And I've been through a lot in my life. And that's a whole, whole other, other shows too. And being hit <laughs> by her when I was six and having manic depressive bipolar father who was super loving, but, you know, intense. And right. I'd been through psychology starting at like 10 years old. So a lot of thinking about how to get through things. And so when Robbie died, I called my dad and I said three things, call my psychologist, um, find me groups, because I think I'm going to need to hear other people's story and need help. And I think with what we're talking about too, if like people are listening. Hey, you're never alone. There's always someone out there that has been through that kind of stuff. Um, and uh, and I said, and when my friends wanna come over and help me, I don't want them to, but tell them yes. And he goes, yes. And I said, because I know I'm gonna need them. I just mm-hmm. don't care. I just don't care. So about three months in, uh, by the way, and I won't go into this story, his parents um, came after me for everything. Uh, oh, I got a spreadsheet, a spreadsheet of everything that he owned, all of his debts, everything. And they checked the line that said what they got and what they didn't without asking me. They just did it pre the law. Yeah, I was. that's a whole another. Oh, <laughs> yeah. my God. For three months. For three months. And um, hate letters as well. A couple of hate letters uh, from his mom and his sister. So when that was complete, because I got a lawyer and we just, I just let the law, because we didn't have wills and anything. So it's just like, just let the law do what it's supposed to do. I didn't care about any of it. I was like, right. I just want him back. Right. So, I went home one day, and the sun, big window, sun was shining in, and I sat there, and I went, I think you have a choice, <laughs> and I was like, I was like, well, that's, that's a great thought right there, right? <laughs> so I the where, when I'm really in a in a like, when I feel like I'm not really, I want to, I want to move into the journey of it, even though it's painful, but I'm not sure how, and I, the horizon, right? You don't always really see what's on the other side, yeah, and so people fearful and they won't try or whatnot. So I, I, I just naturally did this. I went, all right. And I pulled up my left hand and right hand. And I said, all right. So if you choose your left hand, Elena, it means that you are going to live in a non-existent way where you're not actually going to take this on. You're not going to grow from it. You're not going to do anything about that. And actually, if you do that, today's the day you kill yourself because there's no sense in living like that. That is your left hand. And then wow. I said, now here's the right hand. And I don't know what you saw, but I saw I saw a huge kind of arched wall of fire. That's just kind of my like was like, oh my God, I gotta go through that. Um, and I realized <laughs> I realized because we're Phoenix. We burned to ashes, we come back up. We burned ashes, we come back up. So I put my right hand and I went, okay. So you have no idea what's out there. You feel no sense of happiness, joy, laughter, whatever. It's just, his shoes are right there, his clothes. I mean, it is weird. This is really weird and I don't care, but if you're gonna choose life, even though you don't feel a semblance of happiness or joy or what it could be like on the other side of that fire, that means you're gonna walk straight towards it. You are, and I say, you're gonna about face towards it. You're gonna smirk and you're just gonna start walking. And my godmother sent me this quote um, that says something like, um, uh, courage doesn't always roar, mm-hmm. but if, if it doesn't roar today, you try again tomorrow. And that allowed me to be kind to myself the days that I wasn't perfectly growing the way I wanted to, because I'm like, why am I not strong enough today? Why am I not? <laughs> so I sat there and I went, okay. So I either kill myself today, I've got no plan. I don't really know how I'm gonna do it, but..." <laughs> I certainly can't live like that, right? But I'm like, I got in a plan, but I'm but wow, that living death is like Oh, it's awful. And not growing is is right?
0: I mean, or- I was a living dead for so many years, but I was forced to put on this facade that I never was able to go deep into Mm -hmm. the living dead. So I'd be living dead facade, living dead facade, living dead facade, and literally living just off of adrenaline because that's what the restaurant industry does to you. And so I would always be teetering between the two that I never, so thank God, because I I don't know where I would have been otherwise, but I never was able to figure out how to get myself out because I never, it was like, I was always going between these two different ways. Interesting yeah, it was, think, it was crazy.
1: <laughs> well, it's interesting. I, I, like a message I just got was like, maybe that unfortunate, the unfortunate part of having to be constantly going kept you alive long enough. That is what
0: kept me alive and also my spiritual connection. So yeah. I discovered I could use a pendulum and then my mother discovered she could auto write. And my parents had a beautiful soulmate relationship of almost 43 years when my dad passed. And yeah, even down to like the first day my dad saw my mom, he said, one day I'll marry you. And uh,
1: yeah. Would you, would you just wish that? Like,
0: I hear well, those stories. You know, like, that's the crazy thing is that my ex, he'd said that like, uh, really? and then, you know, 11 months, I was like, well, that lasted long. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. Exactly. I mean, life is just, um, Ooh, life is funny, you know, right. life like that. you just don't know, you know, I mean, it's you just, you don't know. I feel like
0: sometimes I curse myself because I had, um, I had fibromyalgia at 18 years old from a car accident I was in when I was 17. And so dealing with chronic pain and really severe chronic pain and alcohol abuse and, you know, that sort of thing. And, and just escapism after escapism and just, just to not be in pain. Yeah. And so I would, I used to say, you know, life's funny, like, you know, life, life's funny or life's funny, like, ha ha, you know, shit happens and it's better yeah. to laugh than cry. And right. it was just like, well, geez, you know, life happens and wow, there's been way more crying than laughing. But then, you right. know, in this logo of Winky, yeah, that's the free will that we're given from our higher selves. And it has yeah. nothing to do with the higher power that is the one controlling it. And so when we can start looking at, we chose it all. And that was the message I got in many lives, many masters. So I was actually like, Mm. why did my higher self choose this level of pain? And then it kept getting worse. And it kept getting worse and worse.
1: You got pulled out. I kept going down. I mean, but there's been others. It's funny because my mom always asks me, she's like, why do you keep choosing? to Like, I'm like a serial entrepreneur. She's like, why do you keep? And I'm like, I don't know. I just... This is how, you know, this is because where how I'm else guided. are we,
0: how else are we going to make a change if we yeah. don't, we don't take that step and really yeah. make it. And that's why like your, we, your, your, we leaders, like, oh my God, as soon as I heard that, I was like, cause it is we, and, Yeah. Oh. and it's actually our stories of pain. That is how we can connect to people. Yeah. Because people, the one thing, and I'm sure you've noticed this in, in your coaching if someone doesn't know what you're going through, like, I mean, like I even was addicted to heavy prescription drugs where it was like, at one point it was like, okay, Alicia, you're either going to rehab or you're getting off yeah. of this. Yeah. Two months went through withdrawal, went through,
1: still worked, <laughs> but
0: you know, I was high
1: functioning as well on, on some drugs as well. And yeah. it's like,
0: But it's, it's just amazing what our, why we put ourselves through, but how else could we actually help people? So I just, I, I love the fact that, I mean, you were able to make that choice and then so you, you decided to walk through the, walk towards, walk through the fire and, you know, even if you got burned along the way, knowing that you had to burn to then be rebirthed, like you said, rising, right. You know, rising out of the ashes, like a phoenix. So then you really took control of your life because let's go into your travel.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yes. This this as well. So I have 13 world records, right? And about three state records. And people ask me after he died, did you skydive again? Well, it took me about six months. And how Um, did you get it? I meant to ask, how did you get to
0: skydiving in the first place?
1: Oh, this is is funny. Someone's like you're an adrenaline junkie. I'm like, no, actually... Um, I was petrified, and I thought I was going to die. So I did it. Because uh, what happened was, after college, I moved to Italy because I'd, I'd gone a year in, abroad to Florence, Italy. Loved it. I knew my calling. I'm like, I'm going back. So I packed money away, got my citizenship, moved. I had I had a boyfriend and his amazing family, who I just are my other family. But I knew I didn't want to live with them. I wanted to have my own life. So I had no job and no home. Oh, wow. But I'm wow. like, I'm off. Yeah, I teach people to do that all the time. It's like. I teach people how to be safe in those spaces, but have what you need to take care of you and then how to be resourceful because there's just people waiting to love you, Absolutely, It's like, people just waiting for you, you know, anyway. So I moved to Italy, moved back in 2001 and um, I came back and I went, okay, I don't want to live there full-time because there's not as much equality for men and women and like to have a guy friend is weird. (laughs) not for me, but for them. And I'm like, this is weird. Um, That's weird to me. And there's not a lot of opportunity. But then I got back here and I'm like, God, it's kind of superficial. And it's not as like warm. And I said, what am I doing with my life? I had gotten a job and gotten laid off because it was a dot bomb. And I went, I need a shock to my system. And I I found that over my life, I do that. Mm. If I am in a place of, I don't know, and I can either, either go completely complacent -hmm. And poor me victim. Right. Or I looked at myself and I went, do something you would never do. And I was there was a friend of mine who was a tandem master and he didn't talk to me, he showed me videos and whatever. And I called him up one day. I'm like, Aaron, I'm gonna make a skydive. He's like, What? He's like, You said you we were crazy. And then my this other friend Hank, he kept trying to get us to skydive. And I'm like, Oh, hell no. I'm like, you guys are death wish, like, what? we're not supposed to fall out of a plane. So I showed up on that Sunday. I showed up on that Sunday and it's actually a really cool story because I think we all go through stuff like this. It's just about, or if we catch ourselves and we're authentic with ourselves, then we get to have our real experience. So yeah. they strap me in, they get me in the plane, yeehaw, I'm faking the fact that I'm not, not scared. I'm like, yeah, yeah. they get me out the door. We jump, I have a videographer if you saw my video, you'd be like, well, you had the best time. Oh my God. You weren't scared at all. Right.
0: Right. We land
1: videographers in my face, Rico and uh, Rico. And he goes, wasn't that amazing? And he's double thumbs up. And I go, yeah. And my head goes, you liar. You are such liar. <laughs> and I went, huh? And I went, okay. And I looked at Aaron and I go, I'm going again. He goes, what? And I said, I- I didn't really enjoy or experiencing that experience that at all. He's like, what are you talking? And he, I love him, but he's not the most deep person. So he's like, right. what? So I walked up to manifest and I registered. There's like, you're going again. I'm like, yes. And one person asked me and he goes, why? And I said, and I'm sorry, called, what
0: was it called? Manifest?
1: What? Uh, manifest where they, um, so manifest like, uh, where you skydive, it's like the drop zone. You have this big hangar, airport, airport hangar, uh-huh. and manifest is like the check-in counter.
0: Oh my god, I oh, love yeah. the fact that it's called manifest.
1: Yeah, like, right. It's
0: powerful.
1: Yeah. Right? You know what's funny? Before you just said that, I never thought of it that way. Are you serious? Way never. That's so. <laughs> Even the first time you said it, I'm like, yeah, that's cool. And then you're like, man, like you said it slow, and I went, <laughs> oh my god it's I just, like your company pendulum <laughs> well yeah it's like you just check in to manifest your oh my god it's great we're gonna have we're gonna build something else be like come manifest like come check in to manifest to manifest your life yeah list is waiting and there's a space open for your name there Want you go sign up? Oh my God. It's got chills. Yeah, I, chills. I, I, I love, yeah. Oh my God.
0: We got so, so much to talk about outside yeah. of the podcast, but then we'll be bringing you back to share
1: on the podcast, but. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So I did it. I did it again. And I was, I was writing up and I went, all right, Elaine, you're still so, so completely scared. I think I'm crazy. I'm probably going to die. Like I thought the first time, but then I went, what? why are you doing this? And I'm talking to myself about this and I'm watching people smile and laugh at each other. I'm like, how the hell, how are they like, okay, about this? And then I went, went, they're experiencing something that I haven't experienced. And if they can, I can, but what's in between me and them is me trying to control the situation and try to make it something that it's not versus surrendering to it And allowing it to be, because if I'm gonna die doing, I'm gonna die doing. It's not, I mean, it's gonna happen.
0: Right. Exactly.
1: Right. So, Aaron, my friend, I mean, little shithead, he hung me out the door (laughs) longer than normal. So, thirteen thousand feet out the door, he's like laughing. I'm like, oh my god, let's go. So we go, and I told myself, you will exhale, you will yell, all of your fears, all of the control, all of everything that does not serve you to experience everything that you don't know you're gonna experience.
0: Oh wow! You exhale, and
1: I yell. I'm like, Wah! and it wasn't an anger. It was like, you know, and you like breathe in light, and you exhale darkness. Yeah, that's what I did, and I felt the air, and I was smiling, and I also accepted that I was still scared, but right. I went, "This is the journey. This is the journey of a skydive." And I got down, and I was like, "Wow, that's still scary, but that's awesome." These people were like running out and just hugging me. And I went, they don't even know me and they're loving me. And I went, and I went to my psychologist the next week. And I said, I found them. And she goes, found two. And I was about 28 and she goes, found two. And I said, my tribe. I said, I've never, I was always the girl who had friends in different pockets of groups. I never really had one group. Um, I, I was always like a bouncer between groups in high school and whatnot because I only liked like one or two people from where did
0: you grow up
1: um I grew up in um right here well in Belmont
0: oh in Belmont okay
1: yeah and then I went to um Sacred Heart for high school oh okay yeah so I bounced around and went you know hung out with guys from Sarah and all these different places and uh yeah I just I just thought wow like they love me without no and You, most of the time in skydiving, you don't even know what someone does for their work. They get a nickname. There was a guy named Tall Guy. (laughs) He was like six, nine. I didn't know his name. I didn't know his name was Kevin for like three years. His name was Tall Guy. But what didn't matter, chills again. What didn't matter was like what the Bay Area asked. The first two questions when you go out, if we go out anymore. Where do you work? What do you do? Because what does not matter is that. What yeah, matters exactly. is we're right here and loving each other because just because and I was like, I get to love just because and oh my God.
0: I've always wanted a skydive, actually. I've always wanted to, but with my fibromyalgia, I was like, you could really hurt yourself with your spine and like flare yourself up. Is it worth it? So you maybe could.
1: one day, yeah. Yeah. If you do, I have the right safe. Well, right. if I do, I'm going with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. That would be amazing. Yes, yes, exactly. I'll fly next to you so we can see each other. Yes, exactly. We'll have to make
0: that happen in the future for sure. Cause I, yeah. I, I, I want to face all my fears for sure. You know, like, yeah. I think that's so, that's so powerful. And that's, that's one of the things, you know, I've learned through this whole journey is, you know, faith, faith, not fear. And letting, yeah. and true faith is not having fear and just being open and just allowing what's supposed to be happen. And that's yeah. the most powerful thing we can show people is that you can be yeah. scared, but have yeah. more faith than the fear. Yes. And yes. when you're, okay. when you, like when the little hamster wheel's going off, what if, what if, what if, what if, what if? It's like, no, sit for a second and just just be and just allow and then trust that you are okay and that
1: everything is good. Yeah, like that. there's that quote and like, there's this quote that what you just said, there's a quote that says, oh, what if I fail or what if I fall? And the person goes, oh my dear, but what if you fly? Yes. It's like- It's It's so beautiful, yeah. I mean, between you and I, and I actually would love to, I know it's your podcast, but I'd like (laughs) to ask you, because I have to- (laughs) <laughs> because i think it's um i think it's been said so many times and i think for me and for others it's brilliant in terms of you committing suicide and yet coming back the word enlightened people might take wrong but it is enlightened it's like having learned and seen and grown and taken that um but you said something just now about um kind of making that choice so you had cho- you chose to take the act of suicide and then so I
0: will, I will share what I did with it is that, um, I usually with everything in my life, I always know what boundary I can push. So mm-hmm. like when I was really going down the alcohol trail with pain or, you know, drugs with pain, well, that one time I couldn't hand, I mean, I couldn't have helped it because of the level of pain I was in, that's when I actually became a uh, Addicted to 120 milligrams of oxycontin. That's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. Let me tell you, <laughs> that's another whole story. Yeah. But when I um, when I made this decision, I literally just put my hands up and I said, "I can't do this anymore. I don't want to die, but I don't know how mm-hmm. to live." So I didn't take multiple sleeping pills. I took one sleeping pill. I took a bath. I drank some wine. Mm-hmm. I took a like, like probably two bottles of wine, took a bath and took a sleeping pill. And I left it in like a 50, 50 that mm-hmm. I wasn't doing it for attention. So I I can't stand when people are like, Oh, you know, you, it's, it's for attention or, you know, it's, or, I mean, it was a cry of help, but it was a cry of help for myself because no one else yeah. was going to save me. And yeah. so I literally gave myself a 50 50 chance and I wake up hours later in a cold bath that had somehow really gotten lower down because I mean, it was filled to wow. actually, I didn't fill it all the way to the top. I gave a same kind of 50 50. I was like, if I sink enough, I will drown. I was
1: just going to say,
0: yeah, like I was very, but I mean, mentally, I mean, no, I did. I really did try to commit suicide because, you know, taking a sleeping pill in a bath. Most likely, you're gonna slip and drown. You're gonna, yeah, because yeah, you don't wake your, and... you don't wake up, right? Right. And, but I, I did, I, I just remembered. Um, you know, we had lost my dad. I was like, I can't. We lost the twins, my brother's twin boys, five and a half months oh. into the pregnancy. This happened on Mother's Day, which was also my brother's birthday. And then, oh. <laughs> no, 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 wait, wait,
1: what? What day is your brother's birthday? May what? May eighth. Okay, my, my mine's May 12th. My best friend's birthday is May 8th. Oh
0: my They're- god, how like, funny. Literally. That's oh. why we get along so well. Is I'm a Virgo, mine's September 14th. So Virgos and ah. Scorpios. They got they got fun. I'm not Scorpios, Tauruses. They have fun friendships and, and everything. Yeah. But no, it's um I like when you are in that level of depth and despair. Mm. It's like, I just want people to know that are listening. And I'm glad we're talking about this, especially right now with the pandemic. And so many people feel alone. And it's like, you are not alone. And I know why I went through what I did. I even know why I did what I did so that I could understand this level of depth and despair for those that I talk to and I help. And I've helped a lot of people with, you know, with suicide. I wish I could have shared this with my nephew, you know, before, I mean, 14 years old. And, you know, like, yeah, and- you know, but, but then again, if we can look from this higher perspective and it's not, it's not okay. It's not okay at all. But what, you know, for those that are suffering that, you know, if you can pull yourself out and your higher self has for some reason chosen to take you to that level so that you can actually have empathy and, 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 and be able to truly understand, and that's how we can help people. And so yeah. that's what I find within our stories. Um, my story may be a little bit more extreme, of like really weird stuff happening, of like one hit after another, after another, after another. But well, you, but like yeah. you're beyond tragic. I mean, of losing the love of your life, two weeks, like. I mean, but to pull yourself out that, like, so how many years would you say? So like when you made that choice or was it a matter of like, how quickly were you able to pull yourself out?
1: Well, so the left hand, right hand, the way that ended was it was a quick decision. I'm like, you have a choice to make, right? Because if I didn't make a choice in that moment, I would still be here. Right. And with the left hand in limbo land and limbo event. I mean, you know, limbo. Oh God,
0: I was in freaking limbo land for I don't even know how many, a decade. Yeah,
1: limbo is like like living death. Oh, it is.
0: It's It's the living dead. It's absolutely the worst thing ever where you just do really destructive things just to feel because you don't know how to feel. Except I was given the gift of these higher spiritual ways of looking at things. And so I just kept, that was what kept me going. And then also being able to connect to my dad. And then after my, I learned to auto-write also, Or Mm. I not didn't learn. I tapped into it, and then my mom passed, and so I was able to have the guidance from them. And then you know that's another whole conversation. But without without that, I wouldn't because if I wasn't able to tap to that higher realm, I nope, I would not have made it. It, it, It's the only way I think we pull ourselves out of it.
1: And you know it's interesting. And I will say I will. I will pinpoint what you just said to anyone who's watching if some or listening and says, I don't think I can tap into that higher realm or mm, I don't know if I believe in that higher realm. It's just waiting for you. Yeah. Like Everybody
0: has the ability. It's just, some of us have gifts just like there's artists. Like, you yes. know, I am a horrible artist. I could be, you know, I could, no, I don't I mean, even want to bother with that, no, but either. you know, but like, um, I mean, you're, did you recognize your gifts when you were younger Or did it come after tragedy? Well,
1: I, I recognized my gifts when I was younger, but I didn't get it.
0: Yeah, exactly. So so
1: for instance, I would go to parties or I would be with a lot of people and I would always need time by myself or I would either, I would drive myself to parties because I needed to exit because also, like in, like in high school, there's so much weird energy, like weird, weird, like intense, like, and I always, I realized in my thirties that my, I was born just believing that we're all here together, like color doesn't matter, whatever. We're all here together. And man, junior high kids can be mean. Well, that's when people, so one of the most
0: profound things I ever heard was Dr. Weiss in his book, messages from the master. He was given this vision of earth being a one-room schoolhouse and we're all at different grades. And I love that. I love that because we can't get angry at a five-year-old. No. But at the same time, we're just going to love and, you know, show compassion. And if we can come from that place of compassion versus a place yeah. of judgment. And so it's just people just haven't gotten there. But with 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 sharing our stories and and others sharing their stories, and
1: hopefully we can start raising them through the grades. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. And I think a big thing about that too is realizing, I think, humans and i have to check myself every day is that what people do is not about you it's about them exactly and yes, you take responsibility for yourself but that compassion i really learned this in a, in a group that i was in and whatnot it was like they're getting mad at me someone got mad at me on the street because i turned down a one-way in san francisco because i suck at san francisco and i did it and it was i like did this- that
0: in new york city one time that was the worst. i'm horrible
1: I mean, I'm a great, I'm a really good driver. I can parallel park my RV quick. People are wondering, San Francisco one way. Now, why are they one ways? Like, let's go two ways, you know? So I pulled down this, this road and this guy just got so pissed at me. And I rolled down the window and I was in the midst of this course. And I looked at him, he, I just let him yell at me. And I looked at him and I said, How, what can I do for you? How are you doing today? And he goes, <laughs> what? And I said, I get that I'm in the wrong. Right. But your, your aggression and your anger towards me is not actually towards me I said can I help you and he didn't like it he was like <laughs> what are you doing? and I was like but how, can I be there for you because you're right. really angry and so I think that's something with like the grades thing and and if we for us to be here for we be here for each other mm-hmm. is to have that compassion to know that you know let's say you're in the in, you know, freshman in college and you meet this this adult who's like still a five-year-old to get out of yourself into them and go, huh, how can I love them into? Like I posted something on this app called Nextdoor mm-hmm. and actually I don't usually do it, but I, I gave, I sent a message from the universe. And so many people were like, yes, yes, yes. And one woman just ripped into it. She's like, how are you guys so gullible? She's gonna ask you for money and this and that, this and yeah. that. And she hated on me and I wrote her back and, and I wrote back and I went, and I, I wrote something back and I said, we all wish for you to have the love inside that we see you to be. And if you would like to connect with me, my, my phone is open because Aww. I love you. I said, I love you and I'm okay that you have a difference of opinion that you don't believe in what I believe in. But we're not here to hate each other. And I said Mm -hmm. so. And then someone else was like, "Oh, you just manipulated her." I'm like, "I love you too." And I said, "I love you too." I said, "My door, my phone," you know. And it's like love wins. You know, you just you just take it and and you get that. I am you. You are me. We are all in here together. This is all like a crazy ride that we think is straight lined. It's never straight. ever. I've never met anyone that's like, you know, the way I thought it was going to go is the way it was going to go. And if we can accept that, the myronies like become normal and we can laugh more about it. And when someone goes through something, we're more apt to step up with compassion and go, I don't know. Like I haven't walked in your, like I haven't walked in your shoes that you've gone through. Absolutely. People People bring me their widows and widowers often. They're like, I can't talk to them. And I said, well, I know my widowhood story. I have we have the same shoes but they have different shoes. So I'll do what I can and then I need to be compassionate enough to know that I won't know. Exactly. And if I don't know then get them someone else or you know something like that. So Well, that's That's
0: a really important thing is to know when it's not resonating with somebody and it's like, find the person that's going to resonate because, you know, that's otherwise that's our ego stepping in. It's all about just helping people. And there's a beautiful message that was received. um, One foot leads straight. The other is misguided. Both are necessary Mm -hmm. and always present. Make sure to follow the straight foot because it's the fastest path to your destiny. True. True. Yeah.
1: We don't always listen to that one.
0: No, that's, and that's where if we start paying attention from that higher self perspective, you know, that's, that's one of the things that we can, we can really, when we can tap into that, Yeah, that's how we, that's how we stay straight. So I know we have so much more to share because we didn't even get into the traveling, but I do want to, I'm going to have you back for sure, if you'd like yeah. to come and tell more of your story, because I want to hear all about the traveling, but how, um, what's the best way for people to reach you? What are the programs you're doing now? You know, yeah. just let's, let's catch up to now and then we'll, we'll go back in the net in another episode.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. There's so much, I mean, God, we can go back and forth so much. So yeah,
0: you're going to be so a regular Elena. <laughs> I, know.
1: I know. We're just going to have our own show. And then, Maybe that's
0: what we should do. We should have another show together. Wouldn't it's that gonna be
1: Manifest. Is this going to be called Come Manifest or Manifest something. <laughs> Manifest with your pendulums. I know, and we'll send you your crystals because we'll know which one you need, and you know all that stuff. <laughs> bring awesome. your family. We'll let you know who to bring. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> um, so for myself, what I'm doing right now, it's interesting because. Um, After the road trip, which we'll get into another podcast, but I quit in 2014, uh, Silicon Valley, high paying job because I was like, no one cares about each other. This is weird, I'm out of here. So I bought an RV, drove over over a year, started my company Pendulum, and I was a high tech recruiter, but what Pendulum has become, and and this is one of my businesses now, is the the deficiency and the gap in the world the world in general is a human centricity and the oneness, right? Mm -hmm. It's just the gap. We would be so far, we'd be off that we'd be an amazing, amazing world. If we were just like, Oh, like we're different. Cool. Yeah,
0: exactly. Um,
1: With pendulum, my company, um, my, how did you come up with the name? Oh, well, it's funny because, you know, well you'll laugh at this because you ask people like what should it be and write it down you try to figure it out figure it out figure it out right and um after two weeks of trying to figure it out I was in this meeting with this friend and he goes oh well tell me what you do tell me more about it and I got up on the board and I and I for the first time ever I I wrote I drew a pendulum I said look when a pendulum is in its in its in its Form right here. This is its power. When it starts to swing out, it means there's something in balance, or it means there's something out of place. And especially when it comes to, um, well, when I was in corporate America, there's when we're in balance, we're in human centricity, we're in love, we're in that straight foot versus yes. that other. We're in the allowance of our weirdnesses, of our different whatever. And I said, and we've swung so far out on the human centricity side. I'm bringing us back. And I said, oh. and, and I said, and in business, hiring is human resources, mm-hmm. human resource. We lack human centricity and we lack being a resource. I said, I'm bring. oh my God, I'm getting chills all oh, down my body. I love this. I said, I'm bringing us back because, and that's why I quit because in 2014, because I said, there are a few that do still see, for instance, a resume as a person. It's not a resume. Like it's a person. right? And so I started Pendulum because I know you also know this. And and as we talk about, it's the core. Mm -hmm. Who you are is your core outward. It's not your outside inward, it's your core outward. And so um, I quit direct hiring to focus on empowering uh, founders, CEOs, CTOs, small business owners um, and their teams so that they can build cultures So they can define their culture early. Mm -hmm. They can build system and processes around how to hire, but hiring is not hiring. Hiring is how to bring on the right people that align with you, that are your tribe, like my skydiver, How to bring those people in with less money, less time, less effort. And the end game for me in my, in pendulum is that everyone has the life that they want because with companies, they're like, what can they do for me? I want this. And I'm like, yeah, but what do they want? How can you provide them to have their life? So pendulum, I unite different aspects. I do executive coaching. I do team alignment, and this is all in one. Uh, I counsel them as well. I've come to find, you know, the intuitive readings, which they're baffled by sometimes. Um, <laughs> no, that <but> essentially, one. <laughs> right? I mean, you're like, I'm sorry, but I gotta tell you. Yeah, I um, know exactly. You know, you and may like, not oh. like
0: this, but sorry. <laughs>
1: Well, we got to, you know, if we don't get it out, we're bottled up. Um, so yeah, so systematizing essentially the people process for companies so that everyone's happier. Um, mm-hmm. And so I have a company called, uh, my company's Pendulum, but PendulumGlobal.com. Okay. Um, that we're doing a little bit of reworking, but you'll see it's humanizing uh, the hiring aspect and, and making it more efficient. When, when COVID hit, I said, God, how can I help? And what has evolved out of it is that I'm finally, by the way, um, as funny as this might sound, I never really admitted in corporate America that I was a 13-time world record-holding skydiver. I rarely <laughs> said it. Um, I hid because I needed to be. I didn't want people to judge me. Yeah. And I thought I was—that's pretty great, but they're going to judge me as an adrenaline junkie, anyway. So I now have launched this. This—it's a movement again. I gotta do these movements, but why not? movement. It's a movement of freedom. It's a freedom movement. Mm -hmm. And especially right now, because we're, we're so boxed in a lot of people's envisionment of their freedom is so lacking and they're constricted and people are starting to get like not happy with themselves and others in the world. And so, um, I've launched a course for right now for women, uh, to take them through. And actually it's this, I'll just show this real quick. This was the day that I got my RV. Oh my God. How beautiful. Yeah. I, by the way, this happened. I had to, I pee on the, I had to pee on the side of the road and I got out the double doors on the other side. I didn't know this was happening.
0: Oh my like, God. You have got to send me a picture. So when I post this on social yes. media before your, your episode yes. comes out, I want to include that. Cause that is just,
1: isn't that amazing? I mean, and that's
0: awe inspiring. Like it's like, my, it's,
1: and this is by the way, just so you know, this is my, my late husband. He does. He, he pulls out those double rainbows. Like there's no business. I
0: love it. Have you ever read signs, the secret language of the universe by Laura Lynn Jackson? No. Oh, beautiful. We got, we got so much to talk about.
1: (laughs) We do. So that's my RBK. uh, So I actually, the rainbow, I take, uh, this program. Uh, I have a program that's a six week program. And also I do, you know, week coaching, um, through what I call the soul journey, S-O-U-L. So from survive to love. Mm -hmm. And it goes through that rainbow process. So right now, empowering women um, to have the freedom that they want. And I say on the road, it could be a block away. It could be inside. It could be thousands of miles away. Um, And I will be launching uh, actually next week, uh, the Enchanted Journey Soul Journal, which will have videos of me walking um, people through the acronym of ENVISION, uh, Mm -hmm. where they get to question themselves in terms of what are they feeding themselves and feeding others? And what are they depleting and not depleting? And you can have everything that you want right now, even in this space of, you could say lockdown. So there's all that and more. Um, Wow. ElenaFolvio.com. if you go to my about, you'll see all this, it's kind of like you, it's like, it's hard to explain in one thing. you can email me at Elena at pendulumglobal.com. You can call me at 650-393-3924. I'm an open book. Um, and we
0: will have this all in the show notes so people will be yeah. able to connect. But um, yeah, Elena, this has just been so absolutely amazing. I love your We Leader movement that you're that you're making. You know, I'm trying to make this Myrony movement. You know, we can put it together and you know, be yeah. able because
1: definitely. It's,
0: it's something I, I truly believe, div, you know, divine design is asking, Hey, how can you two collaborate? Because your stories yeah. are too freaking
1: yeah, crazy myronic to not right. pay attention to. <laughs> I agree. And I agree. And I think, think we, I think if anyone listening, if you walk around, like take the word myrony as like, I always tell people like in skydiving, don't try to learn 10 things, take myrony, maybe make it for one week. Mm-hmm. And try to see every day something myronic.
0: Yeah. And
1: find the beauty in it, right? Just one week. Like and don't the take humor. The- <laughs> yeah. The beauty of the humor, the like the what? Yeah.
0: You know? When you make that face, like that, yeah, that's my irony <laughs> Yeah.
1: And message Alicia. Like if you and, you know, don't say like, I have to take it on for a year. Take it on for one week and see what happens. Yeah, well, I'm
0: actually doing yeah. a book compilation for people to become a chapter, an author of the chapter to Beautiful. share their myronies. So I was actually going to ask you if you'd like to
1: well, of potentially course. Like, be a part it. of that. So
0: we'll talk about that. But thank you so much, Elena. Well, I will have you back very, very soon because yeah. we're just going to, I want to get the rest of that story, the story because it's yeah. just, you are just so inspiring. I mean, thank talk you. about, Just, I mean, yeah, Phoenix rising from the ashes and just, oh my God. I just feel Thanks. so blessed to have now finally connected after however many times we would see each other and be like, wait,
1: oh, shoot. I, I was supposed to connect with her so long ago. <laughs> I know. I know. We're like you. And then we flitter away. But but, then, but
0: that's divine timing, too, because it really yeah. wasn't ready until just yeah. this moment. And so that's exactly. like the last words we you know share with the listeners is when things aren't going the way we think, we don't need to push. We just need to be in the flow and just. Literally, just let it be and it will all work itself out the way that it's meant to. So, agreed,
1: thank you agreed. again. Oh, thank you. I love it. I love <laughs> oh, it. Thank you so much for me.
0: Thank you. And to all listeners, I'll see you next time. Thank you all for joining me on That's Myrony podcast. I hope you enjoyed the Myronic stories shared today and possibly got you to connect to the Myronies in your own life. As you listen to this podcast, you'll start catching signs that are so subtle, but can have the biggest impact on your life. So pay attention to that inner voice and watch the Myronies appear in your life, just like the guest in my next episode. And please connect with me on Instagram, Facebook, and that's myrony.com, where you can share your unbelievable Myronies. Also, if you enjoyed what you heard and can take a moment to like, comment, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcasting platform, it would mean so much because that is how others are able to find this podcast. Finally, please also tell your friends and family about Myrony because wouldn't it be fun to see people share their Myronies on social media in addition to their selfies? And remember, if something happens that makes you say, well, that's ironic, it's not ironic at all it's Myronic. Now that's Myrony. See you next time.